Hi, my name is Naomi J. Ogawa, and welcome to the Omi Podcast. I'm an actor slash personal growth addict. This podcast was designed so that we can grow together, heal together, and tap into the best version of ourselves, removing all limitations and self-doubt from our lives so that we can reach our ultimate potential. Because if the greats can do it, so can we. My aim is to give you the tools to transform your life in a positive way and to get excited about this crazy ride we call life. So buckle up and enjoy. We are diving in deep with this episode. We are going to be talking about breakups. They suck. Honestly, it's such a bitch that nobody wants to go through it, but we inevitably do. Anyways, before I start this episode, I just want to say that I am not a therapist, just a girl who's been through her fair share of breakups and has found healthier ways of coping that doesn't involve, let's say, murder. (laughs) Just kidding. I would never do that. Breakups are a very exposing experience that dangerously generates a feeling of low self, self-worth, self-worth. That's the one. Just know that no matter how the breakup transpired, you are always enough. That's something that's difficult at times to accept, but we have to know that we are more than enough even in the shittiest of times. It's still so mind-boggling to me that two people can go from sharing their lives together to becoming complete strangers. I also want to add that this episode also applies to situationships because either way, you're still putting your heart out there with the risk of getting hurt. Whether it was a short-lived connection or not, you can't always protect your heart because it's going to feel what it wants to feel. It's like that Selena Gomez song, The Heart Wants What It Wants. It's a good song. Listen to it. And it's true. Essentially, we all want love and to be loved for who we are. So when things don't work out, it can leave you heartbroken and questioning your worth, which sadly at times closes us up from meaningful connections in the future. But do you want to know something so crazy? I wouldn't trade the pain for anything. Now hear me out. I have found so much spiritual growth in working through my pain. What I've learned is that even though this is a time to grieve, it's also a perfect opportunity to find yourself again. Actually, no, it's a perfect opportunity to create yourself. So we're letting go of our old selves and we're aiming to step into our healed selves. That person is more knowledgeable, aware, and loving towards themselves. I heard something so insane in therapy the other day. She said something along the lines of, If we want to attract love into our lives, we need to be a vessel of love for ourselves and to be a happy home. As it's so easy for someone to come in and make you homeless. Let that sink in for a second. I don't know about you, but that hit me so hard. 
I'm not saying that you should force happiness when you're going through sadness. It's important to allow yourself to feel the pain and lean into it. It's uncomfortable, but you learn and you grow from healing rather than suppressing the emotions and allowing it to fester and reappear later on. Without pain, I wouldn't have been able to relate to others or grow as a person and an actor or even record this episode. The aim of this is to encourage you to embark on this journey of healing in a way where you feel more empowered and in love with yourself. So here are a few things you could do to inspire your healing journey and what I found helped. Let's get into it. The cry it out phase. Everyone hates this phase. I hate it because I'm so emotional and sensitive. So yeah, this is not a good time for me (laughs) when I personally go through it. But give yourself time to grieve. You've experienced a loss and this is a time to mourn. Go through all the feels. It doesn't make you weak to express yourself in an emotional way. I also had to learn that the hard way because I've always been an emotional person. I've always cried, let my feelings out. And you know what? I've been told I'm too sensitive and I'm too weak. But you know what? I think that is a sign of courage and bravery to be able to express yourself in such a vulnerable way. So don't apologize for your feelings. And I also want to add that the speed at which your ex heals shouldn't dictate how you choose to go through your emotions. At the end of the day, you're in charge of them. And sometimes when you're going through trauma or grief, we have to allow ourselves to heal in our own way. Not to say that you shouldn't find ways to get out of feeling in a rut, but go at your own pace. A scientific study has shown that women break up harder and men break up longer. What I mean by this is that breakups tend to hit women harder initially, but then they get over it in the long run because they've dealt with the emotions attached to the relationship and they're good at creating their inner circle of support and leaning on them, which results in them letting go and moving on. Men, on the other hand, harbor more sad feelings surrounding the separation for years. There's another study that backs up this theory. A research associate from Binghamton Binghamton University, I'm probably butchering the name, conducted a study where 5,705 participants from 96 countries were tested on how quickly they got over their exes. And they discovered that on average men tended to suffer for longer than women. So Craig Morris conducted the study and he also revealed the reason behind it. He said, and I quote, The man will likely feel the loss deeply and for a long period of time as it sinks in that he must start competing all over again to replace what he has lost. Or worse still, come to the realization that the loss is irreplaceable. So we must remember that we're all human and we all have feelings, whether we like to admit it or not. So if you check up on your ex on the socials, which I advise you not to do, even though it's tempting, but don't worry, we've all done that. And you see him going out, having fun and looking like nothing ever happened. Don't assume that's a reality of his situation. Also, people deal with things in different ways and 
Always remember that what you see on Instagram isn't always real. We only post the highlights of our lives, not the depressing parts. So to wrap this part up, go through the emotions, deal with it, be done with it, and go to therapy. Trust me, it really helps. Now, after you've run out of tears, it's time to get out into the world again. I don't mean rush into dating, but push yourself to try new things. It could honestly be anything that piques your interest, like a pole dancing class. I actually want to try that. Painting class, rock climbing, boxing, anything creative or fun that'll get you excited about life again. I find that my creativity is heightened after a breakup, and people say that's when they create their best work. I mean, listen to all the love and breakup songs out there. Everyone's been hurt, but channeling it into a new passion or into art is a great way of healing from it and maybe understanding the root of the pain. Even get your friends involved because loved ones should be a part of your healing journey and it's an amazing way to create stronger bonds, make new friends, and form beautiful memories. This part is by far my favorite. Focus on nurturing your mind, body, and soul. In this regard, the gym is your best friend. Working out is scientifically proven to release happy endorphins. That's why it can become such an addiction. Endorphins also trigger a positive feeling in the body, similar to that of morphine. I absolutely love training in general, but I would have to say my favorite form of exercise is boxing, especially when I'm trying to get over a man, because I just envision their face on the punching bag. And listen, that's okay to admit, just unleash the anger. You're not hurting anyone, just the bag. Whatever the intention is for working out, whether it's to get your revenge body or just to feel happier, in the end, you're doing it for yourself and no one else. The main objective is to feel empowered, strong, and confident. That being said, it's equally important to fuel your body with the right nutrition. Eat healthy, but also indulge in your favorite naughty foods. We always have to have a healthy balance in life. Meditation, meditation, can help you gain a new perspective on stressful situations. It's also helped me tremendously in reducing negative emotions. It's so easy to spiral into anxiety when we don't take a moment every day to ground ourselves. So if you're new to it, try starting off with like a 10-minute meditation on an app. I hear Calm is a good one, but there's so many out there. Or Dylan James on YouTube. He's a mindset coach who not only has great meditations, but he also has videos about manifesting and shifting your reality to get whatever you want in life. He even has a daily meditation called Baddie Energy that honestly makes you feel like a bad bitch. So look him up. He also does one-to-one sessions that I've personally benefited from as well. I would also highly recommend a breathwork class once a week. Um, My personal favorite is somatic breathwork to release anxiety and stress. My new friend, Anya, who's absolutely amazing, be sure to follow her on TikTok and Instagram, wellness in the city, in the city, not city, city. She has incredible educational videos that you should know about, and if you don't, give her a follow. She actually introduced me to breathwork on the day we met, which was really refreshing. 
So the second day of ever knowing each other, we went to the workshop, which was about an hour and a half long. And I wasn't too crazy about breathwork at the time, to be honest. So the idea of breathing for that long kind of worried me. However, during the session, I felt so many different emotions course through my body. I felt sadness, happiness, anger. And at one point, my hands seized up and I kid you not, they looked like chicken feet and my whole body began to tingle. It was the most incredible experience because as out of control as I felt, I also got to connect deeper with myself and feel more grounded and clear-minded afterwards. It was also such a beautiful moment to share with a stranger at the time as well, and I'm so lucky that we met and I can now call her a really good friend. So get yourself into breathing and find friends who want to heal with you and breathe with you. Lastly, self-love is the key to happiness in your life. Get to know yourself better before jumping into another relationship. It's always important to do some self-reflection after a breakup and discover what it is that you actually want from a partner. Self-love can also look like protecting your time and energy. That also goes for friendships as well. Learning to set boundaries, voicing your concerns, having your own life apart from the relationship, and not compromising who you are to please your spouse. Do you tend to give too much in a relationship and then feel drained afterwards? That's the child deep within you believing that if you give more than enough to someone, then they'll never leave you. But the harsh reality is opportunists will use you because you have no boundaries, which is why it's crucial that you connect with your inner child and see what their needs are so that you can provide yourself with that without seeking for external validation. Only good can come from putting yourself first. It motivates you to make healthier choices in life. I hope this episode has given you some motivation to get over your breakup if you're going through one. If not, I hope you still found it insightful. I just want to add that a lot of relationships end because of lack of open communication. Remember, relationships don't last because of the good times. They last because the hard times were handled with love and care. And it takes two to tango, so two people have to work towards wanting to create a healthy relationship. This chapter is all about you, baby. The minute you let go and move forward with your life, it will be fruitful. Sometimes it takes losing what you're settling for to remind you of what you truly deserve. Vibrate at your highest level. Trust the universe has something better for you. Learn your lessons and grow from them. Growth is a beautiful thing. Thank you for listening. I hope you found it helpful. And I'm going to close this episode with a quote. I am mine before I am anyone else's. And I'm also a bad bitch. Sorry, I kind of ruined it, didn't I? I should have just ended it there. But I just, I really needed to add that last bit in. Okay, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna end it here. Bye, bye, bye. Until next time, bye. Okay, I lied, I'm back. I also wanna add that it would mean the world to me if you could share this 
episode with friends or whoever's going through a breakup so that it could help them with their recovery process. And I am also going to aim to post every Monday and Wednesday. So keep your eyes peeled for some more juicy episodes. Have the most amazing day and I will catch you next time.